there. I'm Rachel. And I'm Kat. And this is an American and Aussie and and a podcast. podcast. We're buddies or mates who love a good podcast. Over the next several episodes, we'll be taking you on our journey. Just two friends from opposite sides of the globe with a desire to create a community and a business where we have no shame in saying, hey, did you listen to this podcast? This is your front row seat into the creation of Podprinted, the brand we founded for fellow podcast lovers. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us again. This is Rachel Freeman and I'm joined by Kat Venturuzzo. Hey guys. And this is an American and Aussie and a podcast. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> we are uh, going to talk a little bit today about some planning that we did on our own. I know the last couple episodes we've just been talking about business logistics and starting a bank account and meeting with our attorney and getting all those boring pieces squared away. But essential. Very essential. And I think they're going to set us up for success, hopefully. But this episode is really about our cat and I's planning together and the work that we did on our business plan, as well as planning the launch of Pod Printed. So it was really, it was a fun day. I liked that day. It was a super fun day and it took me back to working together back in um, the county health department that we worked for because we did a lot of strategic planning together. We did. So I felt a little bit more in my comfort zone as opposed to some of the other things we've done in the past. I did too and agree I that really took me back to our our initial days of working together so that was kind of special agreed yeah but anyway so we're gonna talk we're gonna walk you through that process the process of of action planning really today and what we did with that um and so before we talk about that though we did an exercise that I felt was really helpful in We included it in our business plan, and then we also touched a little bit on it during our action planning session, and that exercise is called a SWOT analysis, and many of you have probably heard about this before, but it stands for Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats, and Kat's going to go a little bit more into detail about what we talked about, and then we'll also share a couple clips of us working through that exercise together. Awesome. Thanks, Rachel. Uh, One of the things that I've actually been really surprised about, my background's always been in public health, and we do SWOT analysis all the time in public health. It's like our favorite thing. It really is. (laughs) (laughs) But I've actually also seen it in the business world, as you know right now with PodPrinter, but also in the startup I work for. So that's kind of been a really surprising thing that this tool, like, translates. That is interesting. I never thought of that before. Have you done it with your work? Yes, I have done it with my work. That's cool. So um, I think it's really cool to see this come into play, and I would totally recommend it as an exercise. So as Rachel said, we jumped into looking at what we thought were our strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and um, threats. And I know I've kind of already touched on a number of different strengths throughout the couple of um, first few episodes, but the one that I really want to highlight today is our love of podcasts. Yeah. 
We think that is a massive strength to studying pod printed. We want to make sure that we're engaging our audience really authentically. And that's just a huge strength to making sure our business is meeting your needs as fellow podcast lovers. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that way, as I said, we can just really speak authentically to you guys. And, and like we're selfishly building something that we want um, or exactly. content that we want. Yeah. Something that we would wear. Yes. Um, yes. I was also going to say as well that even in some of our very initial conversations about what business to start, and I know we've touched on this a little bit in episode one, but we were thinking about all of these different ideas and in thinking about, you know, an audience that we can speak to authentically, that's where podcasts really rose to the top for us. And that was a mutual love and something that we both really enjoy and felt like we could spend a lot more time learning about doing creating things around were podcasts so yeah that was a that was a a strength that rose to the top right away yeah and I think the fact that we have such a huge passion for it is gonna help excel the business I hope so fingers crossed so then we of course had to counterbalance that a little bit and look at our weaknesses yeah and Rachel and I have talked about this a ton we're really nervous about the branding and social aspect of pod printed especially because it's such a huge piece or part of the business to be, and we have to do it well Mm -hmm. to be successful. Mm -hmm. And so Rachel and I, full transparency guys, are not big social posters (laughs) in general. We're we're actually pretty private people. You wouldn't know this based on we're doing a podcast and we're putting it out there for everyone to consume. But we're we're pretty private. We're really private. Yeah. Like if I think about the last time I posted a post on Instagram, it's got to be 2019. Oh my gosh, Kat, that's a long time. I mine is maybe last month. Okay. So maybe maybe a month or two ago. But I'm not I'm not on there. Well, I'm not on there posting. I'm on there scrolling, y'all. I'm gonna own Same. that right now. Same. But. <laughs> but from a putting myself out there on Instagram standpoint, that's just, it's not necessarily that I don't really want to. Sometimes I just don't think about it. And, and yeah, and I guess there is that aspect of I don't want to. I'm, I'm a pretty private person. So. Yeah, I would agree. And I feel like I'm, again, it, it comes back to privacy and I'd only really have people follow me that would come up to me in the street and say hi. Like, I think if you're looking at my social medias you also should be able to come up and speak to me so like that's always been my rule about following me on social but I have to change that now (laughs) we're both gonna have to change that now we really yeah the vulnerability is is going to another level I think now yeah definitely so not only are we talking about like social posts but even um you know being a bit more creative with our branding making sure everything is you know on point we've got um we've created um a brand book Mm -hmm. um and so you know really making that work and and making sure we've we've hit the nail on the head there is going to take a little bit of work and definitely one of our our weaknesses that Mm -hmm. Uh, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you won't see it too bad, but at the same time, it's an area of growth for us. We're admitting yes. that right now. 
And what's cool about our business model going with a drop shipping model is that it frees up a lot of our time to be able to work on that area of growth. I guess that's just a nicer way of saying weakness. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Very um, so yeah, we will we will be working through that together and you will hopefully see us evolve in that. That's as exactly well. what I was gonna say. Cool. Perfect. Next one, opportunities. The fa- my f- most favorite opportunity that we have building Pod Printed is we're in this really cool emerging market of people who listen to podcasts. The number of um, podcast listeners has grown exponentially over the last four or five years. And it's just so cool to be hearing about these communities that love listening. And we really feel like we're coming in um, not so much at the ground floor, but pretty early on. Oh, yeah to start, um, you know, connecting with people who love podcasts. And um, it's actually really cool hearing the demographics of people who listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I think Rachel and I can really identify with those people. For sure. Yeah. We are those people. There you go. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And then the last one is the threat. And the biggest threat is definitely the dropshipping company, that model that we're going through using dropshipping and that's a threat for a few different reasons it just means we have less control over um, you know the product how quickly it's shipped out all those bits and pieces and I would say well let me speak for myself I like having a lot of control over things (laughs) me too (laughs) so not only is it a threat in general because that's how like the dropshipping model works but I think it's like an extra um it's a, that little bit more difficult for Rachel and I. Because yeah, we just have maybe a bit more anxiety around it. Yes. Just because we can't, we can't be there doing, you know, filling the orders and doing quality control and, and making sure that what's going out the door is, is what we want our customers to have in hand. So Absolutely. And I, like, I can also already think of a good example with our drop shipping is we want to see the t-shirts and the apparel before yep. we, you know, decide on it. We're picky. Yeah, but it's been really challenging to be able to see that apparel without any designs on it. Um, so... Yep. You know, again, that that's the lack of control. We, we would hate for anyone to get something that they're like, oh, this is not what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So that was our SWOT analysis. Highly recommend it. Um, it helped us, like, think through a few different things and, and think about how we're going to use our strengths to um, build on our weaknesses or opportunities for growth. Um, so it was a, a really cool thing for Rachel and, and I to do. And once we, we did that, we... Um, you know, started thinking about our action planning and how this is going to flow into and how we can use these skills and, and things, gaps that for our action planning. So I'm going to let Rachel talk about that because she is definitely a pro in, in this process. Awesome. So action planning, this was a really fun process. I really love to have some structure around thinking strategically and so the action planning process really puts that structure around that whole process and I have been trained and use a particular model I guess I would call it it's through the what's called technology of participation and it's essentially a facilitation process and there's 
a lot of different ones that you can use depending on the situation, whether it's just a conversation that you're facilitating or you want people to come to consensus. And they also have an action planning one that I haven't used a whole lot, but this was actually another good opportunity for me to um, to use it. And we ended up going through this process. And essentially what you do is you talk about what you want to accomplish. And so you pick something that you're working toward. And for Kat and I, that was the launch of Pod Printed. That was a pretty obvious one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so we picked the launch and then you pick a date of when you want to launch uh, when we wanted to launch pod printed or whatever it is that you're doing and then you essentially plan backwards from there but also in the process is you talk about what victory would look like for you know succeeding at the launch and so you really start to think about how would you celebrate that what would it look like and so you're really starting to visualize and I think visualization is such a helpful tool in planning and goal achieving and so this process really integrates that that visualization piece which is awesome and then we also went through our SWOT analysis again just to remind ourselves and ground ourselves in what we're strong at what we need to work on and just you know what is currently going on externally from us that may impact our launch date And yeah, and then you kind of just start planning backwards from there. So you have, we've kind of created all the different buckets of the different types of things that we would need to get done from things like completing our operating agreement to even planning out these podcasts and building our website, designing out apparel, t-shirts, branding. Yep. All of those pieces were buckets of work that we needed to get done. And so you separate all all of those buckets and then from there you get even more granular and you start to plot out all the different activities that you would need to do in order to get a podcast recorded or get your branding book completed or complete your logos or all of those things. So um, and then you plot them on a timeline from there. And so we really spent, gosh, it was a couple hours. Yeah, I feel like it was most of a full day. Yeah. It was like a Saturday that we we spent doing yep. a lot of this stuff. Yep. And um, lots of lots of sticky notes were involved in this process, which is kind of fun. One of the reasons why I like this planning process so much is that it's very tactile and you're not just doing it on a computer screen. Kat and I look at computer screens enough throughout our week. Too much. Way too much. And so this is a nice process. It gets you away from a screen and you're using paper, sticky notes um, to write down stuff and rearrange on a wall or whatever you have in your space. Yeah. And similar to that, one of the things I love most about this process is everyone has an opportunity to share their ideas. So, you know, Rachel sharing it's sticky notes, but sticky notes that we've like spent, you know, five minutes brainstorming and then putting on a wall and then clading together. And Mm -hmm. um, so it really helped. It helps you all get your ideas out on the wall. Mm -hmm. I think for Rachel and I, we had a lot of things that were similar, but then a lot of things that, oh, I didn't think of that. And so we were able to make sure we had a really comprehensive action plan by the end of it. Exactly. And we also, I think it helps you take ownership for different pieces of it as well, having that much input into the process. And so 
I, I also really love it for that as well. So we're going to play just a couple of clips from that session right now. And so you can hear a little bit about how our conversations went during that. Develop website and marketing. All right. I'm sure I'm leaving some things out. So feel free to add to. Um, so I had create a brand book or like the look of how I invented. Um, edit po podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. um, record. I said eight podcast episodes. Yeah. Um, could be less, could be more. Yeah. What we want to do with that. So record, edit podcast episodes, research how to release the mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. We need to start posting on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, we, we, we can write some like um, yeah. public relations articles and submit yeah. them to start getting the yeah. word out. Yeah. Start designing web page and upload content yeah. to it and get professional headshots. I love that. I think like it's kind of like I was thinking like they could it could be used for podcast cover art potentially. Yes. Or and or the um, website. The website. Even. Yep. And Instagram. And Instagram. Because I was thinking um, we might want to build in some continuity between the look of the podcast cover and yeah. the look of pod printed. Yeah. And so there's like similar yeah. colors and similar things. Yeah. So anyways, just to build some continuity. So I was thinking mm -hmm. professional headshots might be the way to Yeah, build. I like it. So um, what about, do we want to add something about a logo? Like yeah. finalize our logo or something yeah. like that? Yep. Yeah. Should we jump over the finances? Yeah, let's let's do finances. Okay. Um, all right, so finalize our bank account. Yep. Uh, we need to choose a drop shipper. Yeah, that's like an important oh yeah piece of the financial. Yeah. So we need to determine the price of our sale item. Mm -hmm. So sales. Yep. Sales item. Yep. Um, I think we need to understand better the sales transaction on the mix. We yes. need to do like a little bit of yep. research. Uh, yep. Learn how to use QuickBooks. Yes. Understand <laughs> sales tax and how to collect <laughs> and report. Yep. I think I we should have a good like balance sheet, like profit yeah. and loss. Agreed. Um I I don't think that has to be perfect by that day. I think yep. that's gonna be refined. Yep. Awesome, we're back. We had to make some slight adjustments uh, in my wrist was falling asleep. Yeah, in our little pod printed cave. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> so the next thing we kind of wanted to share, Rachel talked about um, what victory looks like for us here at Pod Printed, and as we said, that was a key part of um, our action planning process and the first step. And I thought it'd be really cool to share what we feel like uh, you know uh, victory looks like for us at Pod Printed. Lots of different things came up in, in that discussion. You know, of course, we talked about having like a really cool website, site, posting really awesome posts to social media, even though we, you know, that's a school we're going to grow. Um, but two of the biggest things that we're most excited about, and we'll share some clips on this as well, is the, I think it's going to be so fun when we make a sale from a stranger. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be super, super excited. We know we have some like really awesome friends and family who will probably like jump on and support us. Yes. Um, but knowing that someone out there is as part of the true pod podcast loving community has yeah. jumped on and, and bought a, a item will be so awesome. I think it's cool 
to think about that as well in just that your design or my design, whatever, resonated with someone that you don't even know and they wanted to buy something and wear that. So I think that's kind of cool. Absolutely. It's kind of interesting because right now we've been showing some of our designs to friends and family. And one of the things I have to say is don't say you like any if you if you don't like any like be honest about that and so we will really be able to tell by the people organically purchasing our items so that's a huge victory piece for us and the other one that I just kind of love is and I think this was Rachel's idea (laughs) and it goes back to like celebrating yourself um, and celebrating your achievements so one of the things we're going to do after the launch is a little celebratory dinner Mm -hmm. not really sure what that is going to look like yet yeah we haven't gotten there on the planning timeline yet so (laughs) but it is there I I think we didn't even put that into the timeline saying we need to pick out the restaurant and the date and all the things all the things. things yeah so um you know I think it's always awesome to take a step back and celebrate yourself and, um, you know, look back and think, shit, we really worked hard to get where we're at. And so that's just another thing that I want to share and highlight because I don't think we're very good at doing that. We're not. And I have to be intentional about it, which is why we built it into this process and I chucked it in there in the victory conversation just because we're so on to the next thing all the time and that's great and I think you also need to look back and reflect on all the cool stuff that you just did and celebrate that we'll probably share some cool clips from the dinner once that oh yeah for sure (laughs) so um listen in we've got a couple of clips here just to talk about those few victory pieces for us here at pod printed what would be more exciting is when we make a sale that is not someone we know yeah <laughs> yeah for sure like when it's like a stranger and I'm like yeah. oh, I don't know who this person yeah. is <laughs> yeah for sure hey I like that I'm, I'm actually just gonna put not someone we know yeah and you should totally do like a celebratory dinner Let's, that's a good idea like treat ourselves to like a nice dinner that is a great idea I'm totally like a bougie Italian yes dinner yes. all right hopefully you enjoyed some of our victory conversation that we had and the other piece to starting a business is that it impacts more than just cat and i cat and i i know we've mentioned that we have husbands in episode one and so they've kind of been along for the ride a little bit with this process uh mostly staying in their own space and playing video games but um (laughs) while we work but um no they're also very they've been very supportive and have been you know asking a lot of questions about it at least I know Chris has and has been wanting to stay engaged Luke has too he's been getting a little bit too involved sometimes (laughs) but it's been awesome (laughs) we need you know, sometimes we need the input and we need the feedback. And, you know, sometimes we don't. But it's fine. We can take it or leave it. <laughs> but, no, it's been – I think it's been kind of fun to see Chris so interested in it. And I also know that he's really proud of me for starting this, That's which really is really cool. cool. We've talked about that before. And um, he's just – 
I, I'm also just going to give a, a shout out to Chris. He's just always supported me in whatever I've wanted to do. No questions asked. If I say I want to start a business, great, go for it, do it. If I need money to put in the bank account, I support you. He's just always believed in me in that way. And throughout that's been throughout our time together. Even when I danced, he would always support me going to dance class multiple times a night, going to rehearsals over the weekends. Um, Because some of your dance have been intense. Super intense. Yeah. Super intense. Performing in some pretty big shows is no small feat. And he would attend multiple shows to watch me. Almost every show he would go to. And so, and then even through work, changing jobs, it's just, he's just always been such a huge support. So I do just want to give a little shout out to to Chris right now because he has been really amazing through this. And I, I don't know that I would feel as comfortable moving forward with a business if I didn't have a partner who was as supportive as Chris was. So that was cool. Absolutely. I think we have put in a lot of time into this. Like every other weekend, we've got a whole Saturday Mm -hmm. of um, connecting, which means we can't do fun things with our partners. So I completely agree there. Luke has also been awesome. Um, He likes to give a lot of feedback but I love it it is great it's so great I think he's really interested I think he's genuinely interested in what we're doing genuinely interested he um I will be designing things and he will look over my shoulder (laughs) and give suggestions and even um ask like take ask for the laptop so that he can edit my designs <laughs> happened often the other weekend he really wanted me to do a particular particular design and he sent me some photos to <laughs> design a particular t-shirt so he's like super involved and then the other he was very like curious in the logo piece as well and did like a little bit of reading on the logo piece and after like getting his feedback he was then like did some research and then he came back and gave us some more feedback yes so he's definitely like super interested and curious which is really fun um and I think he after that research he kind of affirmed our choice for our logo he did yeah which was good yeah so so he's been awesome it's been fun to have him along for the ride yes um and I think we Luke and I have very different design aesthetic and so it's kind of been cool to have someone who sees things really differently to me in that respect um kind of validate also I like it he likes it so that's kind of cool too yeah for sure no it's been it for the most part very very supportive and and that's Mm -hmm. been great so we thought we would just play a couple of clips because as Kat and I have mentioned in episode one We've wanted to record a lot of our interactions around starting this business together, and that means a lot of conversations we've had with our partners just on the side. And so we had been recording our conversations, secretly recording them. Now it's not a secret, but um, but we wanted to do that in order to get genuine reactions and responses. And so that's what you're going to hear in these clips. The other clip I also wanted to play is just our honorary um, pod printed co-workers and that's Lula and Daisy. They're the cutest co-workers ever. They are so wonderful and they have helped out tremendously in this process. So (laughs) So I'll play a little clip 
of uh, Lula and Daisy in the background of some of our work sessions. So uh, you'll you'll get to hear all that now. What about um, pod printed for the love of podcasts? Yeah, that's cool. You like that one? Okay. Is it yeah. too cheesy? No, I think it's good. Pod printed for the love of podcasts. The other one I was thinking of was um, podcast lovers unite. I think the first one communicates what it, what it, what the community is. I agree. Yeah, I thought of podcast lovers unite first, and then like I thought more about it, and just like you know, just kind of popped on some web pages and looked at like. Yeah, how to develop a tagline? That, the first one is, I doubt that there's any other ones that I'll like more than that. It was good. We, um, we came, Rachel came up with a, with a tagline. Do you want to hear it? Tell me what you think. For the love of podcast. For the love of podcast, huh? Yeah. Love of podcasts. Yeah. What's your initial reaction? Uh, my initial reaction. Yeah. Is. You don't seem very impressed by it. It's uh, it's functional, you know. Right. It's not like catchy. You don't think it's catchy? Not necessarily. What would you say catchy is? Something a little more ambitious, I suppose. Like what? <laughs> Give me an example. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Huh. But don't you think that's a good i good good thing that's functional? Like, I I don't think Al it would. Is she playing off of for the love of God? Well, it's just like people who love podcasts. It's like. Oh. For the love of podcasts, you know? We did products and services. We did marketing plan. Hey, it's okay. I know you're getting antsy. She always thinks that it's dinner time at four. Oh, really? It's not. It's not five. I'm sorry. You have to wait another hour. (laughs) I'm sorry. All right. Well, hopefully you enjoyed those candid, well, not so candid for, for Kat and I conversations uh, with with Chris and Luke, but we just thought those would be kind of fun fun to share just so you can get a taste of what our conversations with our partners have been like throughout this process. Uh, so I think that about wraps it up for today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, hopefully this gave you an idea of the planning that Kat and I have done and just all the, again, all the work that we've put into planning for hopefully a successful outcome. I think that's often the thing that many people don't see when a website launches. You just see this big, you know, beautiful website and all of these great products, hopefully, but you don't get to see all the work that happened before. It's really, that's the tip of the iceberg. This conversation that we had today is uh, underneath the tip of the iceberg. It's all of that work. So the one thing I would just kind of end on as well is 
highly recommend you guys do some planning. I really think, Rachel, it was a turning point for us. We had um, now have a spreadsheet that we look at each meeting. Are we on track? Where are we going? So highly recommend you do it and use a process that works for you guys. It doesn't have to be the same process as us, but um, definitely use something that you've used in the past and you're comfortable with and, and that has worked for you. Absolutely. And I think out of that process as well, we realized that we really needed to start meeting more frequently. And so I think we even upped our meeting frequency after yeah. that. And like you said, that that just going through that planning process was a turning point for us in that we knew we needed to, to hustle a little harder in yeah. order to get pod printed launched by the date that we want to launch it. So um, anyways, it was a good process. Yeah. Three months seems like a long time, but it's not. It really is not. It goes goes way too fast, fast, especially when you're working another job. So, um, so yeah. So the planning I think was was really key for us because we've already got a lot going on in our lives. So the next episode, episode five, we're going to be talking a little more about the drop shipping company selection and what we decided on and some of the criteria that we wanted to have in place for that and some of our non-negotiables and all of that around selection of a drop shipping company. So we'll walk through that piece and then we'll also bring in some conversation around just some of the creative aspect of the business and talking about our logo a little bit more and maybe some of our design pieces. So um, episode five, we'll be diving a bit more into those pieces. But thanks for tuning in again to episode four. We uh, were excited to bring this information to you and uh, hope you join us again for episode five.